This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for a Raiders fan radio conversation. Uh, this week, I'm very thankful to welcome into the fan cave, the virtual fan cave, that is, uh, the Raiders long snapper, number 47 for the Raiders, uh, Trent Sieg. He comes to us out of Colorado State, where he played every single game for, the, uh, for Colorado State from 2014 to 2017, uh, before ultimately signing with the Ravens in 2018 as an undrafted free agent. But then our Raiders went and grabbed him in 2018 where he's played in every single game uh, that, that he's been a Raider. Uh, so welcome to the show. Welcome to Raiders Fan Radio. Trent. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, it's uh, Raiders kind of a little diamond in the rough, I like to think. So. <laughs> I love that, man. Yeah. Love it. So what has it been like for you being a Raider, man? You've become as assimilated into this whole Raider Nation thing. Uh, it's, been, it's been a great experience through and through. Um, yeah, that, like you said, kind of... Went, went out to Baltimore for my first preseason and got cut. And I was just kind of sitting around just wondering when I was going to get my next opportunity. And thankfully I didn't have to wait too long. I always spent about a week on the, on the streets. And then, um, then I came in for a workout, ended up uh, earning the job here with the Raiders. And, and it's just been an, it's been an awesome organization to be a part of. Like you, you always know how historic it is. But until you're like truly in it, and I didn't really grow up a Raiders fan, so like I, I knew there were some greats, but like in, in Alameda going into the facility and just seeing all the pictures of all the greats that have played there, you, you just kind of start to really respect what this organization's all about. And it's just been awesome to try to get back up to that level where the Raiders have been. I wouldn't think you grew up a Raider fan. You grew up in Colorado. You played at Colorado State. Go ahead, say it. I know we understand why, but come on, you're yeah, probably yeah, a Bronco yeah. fan, right? I I grew up a Broncos fan. We'll get that out in the open right away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, uh, initially like when I signed up with the Raiders, like okay, it'll, like I mean I'm excited for the opportunity, but you know, but <laughs> once you get around the guys, it it's awesome. Coach Gruden's great. The the whole staff, um, all all the guys are just. They're all real, really genuinely good guys, and that—that's one of the things I love about the organization is everyone care. Everyone cares about each other. I feel like we've got a good sense of camaraderie around the locker room, and uh, and yeah, we we just want to win football games. So tell us a good John Gruden story. Uh, he gets a little bit more vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> 
How was it? You were telling uh, when we did a, the, our draft night for a Madden League, which we're going to talk about a little bit. Yeah. You're telling us a story about when, when Caliendo came in there and he was doing the Gruden oh. impression. What was that like? Oh, yeah. That was uh, that was my rookie year. Um, Frank Caliendo always does the John Gruden express, uh, impressions on like post little clips on Instagram. And apparently they're actually pretty good friends. So we were. Uh, we were playing in Arizona where Frank Caliendo lives. And uh, so, so he came in with, with the Gruden vi- visor on and everything. And just the, the, co- the stereotypical coach polo comes in there, just starts go- going in there, going in there. And just like, yeah, man, you better go out there. You better kick some ass. Well, I'm least Chucky on there. <laughs> just like, starts going off like that and just starts throwing out some stuff that didn't really make sense, but it was great just because it sounded like it was coming from Gruden. Gruden's face is just beat red and sitting there in the back and but but it it's a it's a great I think uh Gruden does a great job of keeping everything light like he he knows just how stressful this job is for everybody and he does a good job of making it still fun at the same time that's awesome man and you got a great position coach too right like Rich Bisaccia like yeah he's 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 been with the organization now for a while talk a little bit about that what it's like playing for 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 uh for coach yeah, so Co- Coach Masaccia, he's kind of a, a legend when it comes to special teams in the NFL. Um, he was with Dallas for about six years before the before he came over to the Raiders, and that that was my rookie year actually that he came over, and, so about three years ago. And he he actually his relationship with Coach Gruden goes back to the Super Bowl in Tampa. He was the special teams coordinator back then as well. Um, so yeah, he he's just kind of a guy that he's always had great special teams units under him. And he's a great guy to work with and just kind of learn the pressures of the game. He, he doesn't make it easy on you, which I think is, uh, is one of the reasons that all his specialists have been so successful because he really trains that mental part as well as the physical part. And that's, and that's such a huge thing, right? Especially for what you all are doing, you know, the, uh, you know, when you look at your special teams group, you know, the, the, the three of you guys, you and AJ, uh, Cole, of course, and, and DC two, we call him, uh, Daniel Carlson, right. Uh, you guys, I mean, had an excellent season by, by, by all accounts. And talk a little bit about that, a little bit about that success, about the mental game and that approach, because it's really, I don't want to say you guys are isolated, but you are such a, a huge part of the success of the team. And you're really a core unit, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When, whenever we go in there, we kind of have to approach it with what uh, Coach Passaccia likes to call the the one-play mentality. Like, we go out there, if we don't do exactly what we're supposed to do, we put the team in a bad situation. And so we just got to go out there and take advantage of every opportunity we get, however limited they are. Like, I think this year we averaged like 2.3 punts a game or something like that. But that made made every punt that we went out there for that much more crucial because AJ did a great job um, pinning the team back inside the twenty yard line, like inside the ten yard line. I think uh, I think we were like top three in the league or something like that in percentage inside the twenty yard line, which is kind of a credit to AJ and just how much he's grown since his his rookie year and. uh, and also, I, I think just the three of us have kind of grown together. We all have a great relationship. We know we can work together. We can get on each other. We're not we're not going to get upset about it. Um, we're all just there to get better. And that kind of speaks to Daniel as well. He came in his rookie year and went like what was it, sixteen for seventeen as a rookie? Yeah. And uh, set the set the franchise record for field goal percentage in a year. 
And then this year he came in again and he was 90, I think he ended up around 94% on the year, which is just absolutely amazing with the, especially with the number of field goals that we ended up kicking. Yeah. Um, he was able to set the franchise scoring record. So, I mean, in his short tenure with the Raiders, he's already putting his name in the record books and I'm just glad to be a part of it any way I can and just make his job easier and make AJ's job easier. That's, that's, it's incredible really what you all are, are, are getting done already. You know, like, like you mentioned, he's getting his name in the record books and it's sad that there's not a, there's not a, a stat to attribute to you and your contribution in that, you know what I mean? And it's, it's a, you're it's such a key part of, of that, of that special teams unit and really the legacy that, the Raiders have had at specialty. I mean, of course, going back to guys like, of course, like Ray Guy and whatnot, but but even in recent history, I mean, it was John Kondo, Sebastian Janikowski, and Shane Leckler. Yeah. We knew those three guys were going to, like, have it on lock, and there were some, some you know, it, it, back in those days, there were some Raider teams that weren't all that great, but those three guys were always great. Do you ever talk about that, speaking to, like, the legacy of, of things and, like, where, you know, because you guys are kind of on the heels of that core, of those three guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, I, as you, as you know, Gruden was kind of, was around with those guys too. So we've kind of had some like conversations about how they go about things and um, and just kind kind of expectations like like we want to be the specialist here for the next 10, 15 years, whatever it is, and and that they really set the groundwork for us to be able to do that, and it shows that like, and that's one of the things that's kind of crazy about Raider Nation is it's very it's kind of, it's kind of odd having a uh, fan base that's that plugged into special teams. Cause there, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of teams around the league where they're like, who the hell's the long snapper? Like, <laughs> but then uh, whenever I talk to someone that's, that's a Raiders fan, he's like, Oh yeah. Like condo is the man. Like, like I just, I hope you can lo- or can just have like half the career he did and, or whatever. And, and you'll do great. Yeah. Love Seabass, love Leckler. Like, like it, and then uh, I think Leckler came back and lit the torch for one of the games in uh, one of the last games in 2019 at the Coliseum. So it's just kind of really cool to see how entrenched specialists really are in the, in the Raider organization and, and everything. But, um, but yeah, we just, we, we, we want to live up to those guys. Like we've shown we can do it for a short amount of time, but really the, the thing that makes specialists great is that staying ability. And we've just got to show that we can do that. That's awesome, man. Well, and, and hopefully we'll see you guys, you three in, in silver and black for a very, very long time. And I don't see any reason why, why we, why we shouldn't, especially with the track record and the, and, and the success that you all are having. And so, uh, so let's talk a little bit about this last season. Um, what was it like the first season in Vegas? I mean, it's been weird because of COVID and obviously all the craziness that you all had to deal with um, it being part of the league this year. But uh, aside from that, just like being in Vegas itself, being in the new stadium, just the kind of the emotion around that. Talk a little bit about that, that first season. Yeah, so obviously we're heartbroken to leave Oakland. Like it's just such a, such a big part of the Raiders history and it always will be a part of Raiders history and there, there's no getting around that, but, um, but moving to Vegas is, it's been exciting. Um, that the stadium's absolutely amazing. Like they, they spared no expense with it. Like, <laughs> I, I know there's a bunch of videos and everything out about it, but until you see that thing in person, you don't, you don't understand it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and the, the training facility is absolutely massive. They, they went all out on that too. Like it still had that new stadium smell, you know, when we get what got in there. Nice. And, <laughs> It just, uh, yeah, they, they went all out. So there, there's a lot of excitement, but the, the other part that really kind of 
sucked about it was everything with COVID when we didn't really get to experience it with the fans. Like I, I remember when we were playing that Saints game, like first home game. Uh, what was it? Was that a Monday night game? Or yeah, it sure was. Yeah. 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 So uh, we're, just, we're just doing that. Like I remember I was driving out of the stadium after we won, like all amped up and uh, there is a line, like a line of Raiders fans outside the stadium, like waving flags and stuff. And I was like, damn, I really wish you could have shared that with Raider Nation. Like, like it, it was it was such a cool game. And um, but it's just been very exciting to to get used to it. The, the move and getting used to the new facility is a little different and just exactly how everything's going to be run. It took, there's obviously going to be some growing pains when you got to change your routine a little bit. But but I, I think uh, I think there's a lot of excitement here um, driving around town. There's Raiders decals on tons of cars. Like people are people are excited to have the pro t- pro team in Vegas. Yeah, it's pretty neat the way that that Vegas has embraced uh, the Raiders. I was out there for that that home opener. We watched it down the road at the Stage Door Casino uh, yeah. and, and uh, collectively with Raider Nation, and it was an, an absolute blast. It was a great party with Raider Nation. But um, that, that I, I noticed that too, and that's such a nice thing for you all to be welcomed to. Uh, you, you know, to the city the way that you have been. You know, is it, I grew up in the Bay Area, and of course, grew up a Raider fan. But even in you know different periods of time, uh, the Bay Area could be split because you got, you got of course, you got the Forty ers and then you got the Raiders, and and really being in California, you had an influx of other teams as well. There was a lot of fandom going on, but Vegas seems to be about one note. It's like every every business, every fan, like everyone is behind oh, the Raiders, and that's got to feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all over the place. So I actually kind of funny story with you bringing up the Bay, like not growing up a Raiders fan. I didn't really know there was a rivalry between the Niners and the Raiders. And then uh, my my rookie year, we played them Thursday night. And then like Coach Gruden started talking about the rivalry a little bit and just how crazy those games get, like between the fans and just everything. I'm just like, wow, <laughs> yeah. this, this is actually a big game. <laughs> this is a pretty big, big, big deal around the Bay. I had no idea, but, but yeah, exactly. Like you said, like there, there's a lot of, a lot of split between the Niners and the, in Oakland, just, just around the Bay area. I didn't really meet a ton of other fans, but, uh, but yeah, in, in Vegas definitely feel like we have undivided support. I mean, of course there's going to be a bunch of people for other teams traveling in on a weekly basis. Sure. But, sure. But once all the, once all the tourists leave, it's Raider nation through and through. That's awesome, man. Good stuff. So, so uh, here we are in the middle of the, the off season. I know everything's kind of, kind of going to be up in the air as, as, as COVID continues to unfold. Uh, we'll, we'll see kind of where we end up, but as far as right now, which would normally be the kind of the quiet time or quieter time for you all anyways, What's what you've been doing in the off season, man? Tell us about what you got going on. Uh, you know, the workout wise, you know, we know you're doing the Twitch thing, which we're going to talk yeah. a lot about here in a second, but just kind of talk a little bit about your off season so far. Yeah. So my off season's pretty much just been a bunch of, uh, taking an opportunity to go and see family that I didn't really get to see for probably about six months. Um, as I mentioned, I'm from Colorado. So I went back there for a couple of weeks and, um, my brother actually just had a little baby boy. So I got to meet my nephew. Nice. And, uh, so, so that that was really cool. Congratulations to him. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, yeah, that was really cool to go back and see him and just he he's been sending Snapchats almost on a daily basis, and it's just crazy to see how much he's already grown in the like month since I've been out there. But um, so yeah, I went back to Colorado for a couple of weeks. Um, I went out to Phoenix and helped run a uh, a 
camp for long snappers. Um, one of the coaches that I worked with when I was coming out uh, kind of lets me come in and help out. And I, I help out the uh, upcoming, upcoming generation of snappers, like a bunch of the college kids, like hire uh, people that want to make it to the NFL. And we can go over like footwork and just kind of ne next level things that you don't necessarily get in college all the time. And um, so I, I did that. I, I started Twitch streaming a little bit or a little bit, probably about nine months ago now. And uh, so I've kind of picked that up a little bit in the off season it gives me a, a kind of a cool way to interact with the, the fan base. I, I kind of just started it, had a couple of buddies who were doing it and I was like, okay, I'll see how it goes. But I've actually had a ton of fun doing it, getting to know some of the fans. Um, that, that's how I met you. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of fun to interact with everyone and get their input on what's going on through the season and everything. Yeah, it's been, it's been really cool, man, watching uh, how this has unfolded for you what, through this Twitch stuff. So f first off, plug it so w Raider Nation knows where to go to, to to find you on that. And then tell them a little bit of kind of like what you're doing. Yeah, so uh, my Twitch is just twitch.tv, T-SIG-1447, SIG spelled S-I-E-G, as you can see by the jersey back there. So, so yeah, I just kind of started doing it to interact with fans. I, I do, I do some giveaways. Like um, I had a big like giveaway a couple of weeks ago where I gave away like $500 worth of Raiders gear, like had a signed Jersey, had a couple signed ball, signed balls. Um, and just kind of, or we, we even had a little, uh, a Raiders bathrobe um, in, in honor of Henry Ruggs. That we gave oh, nice. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I've been doing that. I started a, uh, a Madden fantasy league or a Madden fantasy league to kind of put everyone's skills to the test, give me a chance to play a bunch of other people and interact with them one-on-one -on -one that I wouldn't normally get a chance to play with. If you've been tuning in, you kind of realize that I'm not great at Madden, but I, I have a lot of fun doing it. So. That's what it's all about, man. It's all about yeah. having, having fun with the game. First, I apologize. I've been pronouncing your name wrong. It's SIG. So, uh, yeah, Trent I get it all the time. Okay. okay. Yeah. We get the E throws us off. Right. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, I apologize for that, but I'll, I'll get it right from now on. So Trent Sig, we're uh, number 47 for your Raiders. We're talking to, of course. And, uh, yeah, so this, this Madden league has been a lot of fun. And so, you know, I've appreciated, uh, uh, you welcoming me into the Madden league and had, had a lot of fun playing. Uh, I think you and I were talking when we did that fantasy draft that, you know, our show came from Madden leagues. Like, you know, of course, my and my cousin's uh, Sonny, his love for the Raiders led us to Madden. And then we started doing Madden leagues. And then we'd started doing podcasts about our Madden league. But then all we would do is talk about the Raiders. So we started podcasting about the Raiders. And now this show has led me back into Madden after meeting you and then playing in a Madden league. And so it's like this big, like full it's circle. Cr crazy man. how it goes full circle. It's like so that. fun, man. It's so everything fun. always seems to work out like that. It's, it's so weird. It really is, man. It's a trip. And, you know, and it just goes to show you, man, you're never too old to have fun with this kind of stuff. I mean, here I'm yeah, a middle-aged exactly. dude and I'm playing video games online. And uh, you know what I mean? What more and, do you want? <laughs> exactly. And talking about the Raiders, right? But it's been fun. So we, uh, so how's, how's your, your season going? I, I'm two and three, and mostly because I keep hitting the wrong button because I'm normally an <laughs> Xbox guy. And oh, so the okay. X buttons are different, and I keep throwing to the wrong receivers. That's right. I, I saw you post something about that in the group chat. Now that I think <laughs> yeah. about that, um, it my season hasn't been going great. But uh, I don't know if you remember, but draft night I made a, a bet with the chat that if I went zero and sixteen, I'd have to grow out my hair till we made playoffs. So I haven't grown out my hair probably since 
like eighth grade. <laughs> I don't want to go through that again. So luckily um, I took the bills down. I was allowed to cut my hair. Oh, there we go. Nice, nice and short. <laughs> <laughs> Taking advantage while I can till I have to till I make another stupid bet. After the first couple of games, I was feeling uh I was feeling pretty worried about it because I got blown out by like 20 points or so. But uh I, I'm getting back into it. I used to play Madden a little or used to play Madden through high school and then kind of got away from it in college. And it's amazing how not doing something for like seven years just really hurts your abilities to be successful. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, but no, it's it's been a lot of fun. We talk. I talk a little trash on the on the few drives that I put together, but um, yeah, it's been a good time. Good deal. Well, so you know, who, who uh, did you end up beating? So I ended up beating the uh, the Broncos. Thankfully, yeah, there we that go. That was good. So uh, I beat the Broncos and I beat the uh, who was it? Um, I'm rocking the Titans. I think it was another division game. The Jaguars. I okay. believe is the other one that I won, and then I was playing the Texans last night, which was for first place. And I had I was I had my tight end running wide open down the middle of the field for the for the game tying touchdown with less than two minutes on the clock, right. and I threw it to the wrong guy. I threw it to ah. the freaking to the X guy, which or the square guy, which should have been the X guy on the <laughs> X. Anyways, whatever it was a yeah. mess, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and, uh, but it's been hey, fun. The, the season season's a marathon. That's right. That's right. They all crawl back into it, man. Absolutely. So, hey, want to be respectful of your time. Thank you very much for, for jumping on here. But before we let you go, I do want to ask you about the atrocity of Madden, and that is the oversight of long snappers. You guys get put in the game as tight ends, and despite your proficiency at your position, you guys always end up with these terrible ratings. Like, I remember Kondo, who was – there's no argument to it. Oh, he was one of the yeah. greatest ever. And he was always like a 58. And it was like, yeah. talk about that, man. How does that make you feel? So, I do want to say I would love a 58 right now. <laughs> <laughs> over, the, over the last few years, Madden's really, uh, really let us long snappers have it. Because I, I remember a couple or couple years before i came out ratings were around like a 46 for snappers i was like okay like it's not great it's not great but it's it's whatever then my rookie year they gave me like a 36 overall and I was oh. like, that freaking hurts <laughs> and um and then this year they dropped like all long snappers down i'm the second lowest rated player in the game now i used to be the worst rated player <laughs> But not, not in the second, so we're getting progress. But I'm down to a 24 overall. Oh no! I, I, don't, I don't know what I don't know what they want from me, honestly. <laughs> but, oh my but, uh, gosh! What do they want you to rerun the 40 or something? Like what the heck? I, I, that might make my rating go down. If I'm being <laughs> honest. But, <laughs> All right, um, so we want to collectively hope that we can get you to your number. Yeah. Well, well that, 47 that, for 47 is yeah, the new yeah, campaign yeah, I'm going to start. We'll, we'll get it trending. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, it's it's kind of interesting on a game that kind of really prides itself on trying to be the most uh, realistic football game out there or whatever. They always have they have the centers out there um, doing long snapping on punts. Like I'm out there playing with the Raiders and Rodney Hudson's snapping for the punts and field goals, and I'm just like, like I, I love Rodney, but that's my job, damn it. <laughs> but, uh, but I love yeah, it. it's um, yeah, it, it's it's fun. I, I mean, I don't necessarily blame them for not taking the time because I know a lot of fans probably don't care or don't notice the difference. Um, but yeah, it's 
it is what it is. Hey, Raider Nation cares, man, and we're gonna get hey. we're gonna start a campaign, man. Forty seven for forty seven. <laughs> Hey, I'd love that. That'd be awesome. You know, <laughs> I could go in, be be respectable. I'd make a huge post about it. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. There you go. Nice. Well, well, Trent Sig, man, I can't thank you enough for your time today. We appreciate you, Raider Nation. Hook him up. Go to his go to his Twitch. Go to his Twitter. Get anywhere that Trent is on social media. Uh, go down there and support him and uh, and help him out on this Twitch thing, man. He does a lot of cool stuff, man. You're giving back. You're not just this is not you're just making it about you. You're giving out and you're sharing a lot of stuff with Raider Nation. Yeah. That being said, I want to make one more shameless plug, please. Um, I am starting to do uh, long snapping lessons out in the Las Vegas air- area. So if there's any kids out there that are interested in long snapping or kind of just want to improve their improve their craft, uh, reach out to me and we'll uh, we'll try to figure something out. Oh, that's awesome, man! I have no doubt you're going to have no shortage of folks coming after you for that. That's that's good stuff, Trent. Thanks again, man, for doing this. Yep, yep, of course. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.